Welcome to the Power of Faith and the Ministry of David Hathaway. Please join David as he ministers today's word. What I, I want to talk to you about today is, is quite significant in my life because um, so often when I'm asking the Lord for an answer in prayer, I, I simply say, Lord, I want you to show it to me in writing. And 20 years ago, uh, when I was praying over my lung cancer, the Lord actually gave me from the scripture I'm going to share you today, the clear answer that I would be healed. Anyway, um, I have an affinity with Jeremiah because um, I'm taking verse, uh, chapters 32 and 33 in Jeremiah, and in verse 2, uh, the king of Babylon had besieged Jerusalem, and Jeremiah the prophet was shut up in the court of the prison. Now, <laughs> uh, the interesting thing is, why was he in prison? I mean, I was in prison for preaching the gospel. He was in prison for prophesying. Because in verse 3 it says, Zedekiah had shut him up saying, Why do you prophesy and say, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will give this city into the hand of the king of Babylon, and Zedekiah shall not escape out of the hand of the Chaldeans and will be delivered to the king of Babylon. So, the king of Judah, Zedekiah, was so angry that he wanted to silence the prophet. Thank God he didn't cut his head off, but he shut him up in prison. And that's why I have such a sense of affinity with Jeremiah, because very much of what happened in my life, one of the greatest miracles in my life, happened because of what God said to me when I was shut up in that communist prison in 1972. Right, so what happened with Jeremiah? Well, several things happened. In verse 6 it says, Jeremiah said, the word of the Lord came to me and said, Hanamiel, uh, your uncle will come and say to you, buy my field, because the right of redemption is yours. And so Jeremiah's uncle's son came to him in the prison exactly as the Lord had said, and said, buy this field, because the right of inheritance is yours, and the right of redemption is yours. You know, what's wonderful here is that this comes so much to our own salvation because actually the way that God dealt with his son Jesus is that Jesus had the right to redeem us. And he bought us, just as Jeremiah has to pay the price and is told, buy it, and uh, he paid 17 shekels of silver for it. So the price of your redemption and mine was, of course, the blood of Christ, the death of Christ. He became the sacrifice, the atonement for our sin. But there's an awful lot more here 
Because why was Jeremiah the prophet almost contradicting himself? Because here he's prophesying to Zedekiah, king of Judah, and saying is, Jerusalem will fall, it will be captured by the enemy, you yourself will be taken as a prisoner to Babylon. Huh. But now, God is saying to him, despite the fact that Jerusalem is going to be fall, if to fall, and the king of Babylon is going to control the land, you, Jeremiah, should actually take sign a deed of covenant to buy land. Now, we all understand that that was prophetically because that there would come a day when Jerusalem would be freed from captivity and that right would be fulfilled. But there's so much that God is saying. And um, in verse 15, we read, The Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, says, Houses and fields and vineyards shall yet be possessed again in this land. Now, Jeremiah says in verse 16, when I delivered the evidence of the purchase, that's signing the contract to Baruch, the son of uh, Neriah, that's his uncle's son, he then prayed. So this is Jeremiah, still in the prison, having signed the deed to buy for 17 shekels of silver to buy the land, which he had the right to redeem. And in verse 17, this is what he says. He says, O oh Lord God, behold, you have made the heaven and the earth by your great power and stretched out arm, and there is nothing too hard for you. Oh, I love Jeremiah. You know, he's so bold in his statements. Having done the impossible, almost contradicting himself, in that God has now said there will come a time when Israel will come back and houses and fields and vineyards shall be possessed again in this land. And so Jeremiah has confirmed what he believes in prophecy. Oh boy. <laughs> I would like to challenge some so-called prophets today. You see, I know in my own life I refuse to be called a prophet simply because God does reveal a lot to me in prophecy. I, I explain it in some of my books, you'll, you'll hear it. There are many things which God has revealed to me in prophecy, but when he does... It's a question that then he puts a responsibility on me to go out and do it. So I'm actually acti acting to see the fulfillment of what God has said. Now, this is so much in uh, sort of a contrast, almost a contradiction to what happens with most prophets, because most prophets are saying, oh, God's going to do this, 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 and this, and they sit back and they wait in hope. I'm all, I, I'm different because if God shows me something, then he also puts a spirit in me. Right, David. Now, somebody's got to get out there and make it happen. And that's what I do. I mean, I can remember after being released from the prison, I was in there from 72 through to 73. 
And uh, uh, I was back, of course, working behind the Iron Curtain, despite all the difficulties. Yeah, I went back. Uh, I, I was condemned for it. In fact, I was excommunicated from my church because uh, when they said, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm going back. They said, you can't. I said, who says I can't? They excommunicated me because I went back. <laughs> I mean, people don't understand the persecution that I've had in my life. Believe me, I'm used to it. <laughs> but if God says something, I say it. I mean, you see, even the prisoners, before I left the prison, when they, 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 they knew that I was being released in those hours, before I finally came out, they all said the same thing. They said, David, don't forget us. You've been here. You know what it's like. Out there, they don't understand. You know, you, you've been here with us. Don't forget us. How could I forget them? Anyway, that's something else. But... The interesting thing is with Jeremiah, when God said to him, look, I will redeem this land as the evidence I want you to buy the land which is your inheritance for 17 shekels of silver, sign the deeds as a clear demonstration. Now, having done that, then in verse 17, he's saying, and immediately, because it's the verse after he's given the, delivered the, the contracts, in the following verse, then he's turning to the Lord. <laughs> I love Jeremiah. He says, now, Lord God, behold, you made heaven and earth by your great power, by your stretched out arm. Because you've done that, nothing is too hard for you to do. And I'm believing and signing this contract and buying this land is because I'm demonstrating. I believe you're as good as your word. You're going to do it. Oh, if only something of that spirit would come into the church today and the pastors and the preachers. That spirit is certainly resting on me because I have proved through my life time and time again, God does what he says. Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith, broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting www.eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are a large assortment of videos, magazines and books for your growth in God. We would like to give all new subscribers to David's ministry a free gift. To receive your free gift, visit www.eurovisiontv.org. Remember, those who know their God will be strong and do exploits.